Hey folks, welcome to episode 92 of our Run Club, the podcast. A very special episode today. A um, little bit of a snowstorm <laughs> on the day uh, Ray and I typically record. So I thought since I'm stuck at home, I'd, uh, you know, convince another runner to come on the podcast and talk to me. And uh, that runner happens to be my lovely wife, Christine. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Christine. Um, so what we usually do when we have guests on is we just kind of start off with a um, kind of origin story of your running career, when you began running, why you began running, and, uh, you know, what it, what it kind of means to you. So... So when did this all start right, for you, so this my, running thing? My story's kind of funny. So I always did dance, and then it was funny. When I was in high school, I started running. And before I started running, my dad was like, you should join track. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then my girlfriend was like, we should do track. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And my dad was like, what? That's a typical so, teenage girl yeah. response. Was, yeah. So, um... We joined the track team, mm-hmm. and um, I at first wanted to be a sprinter, and it was very clear that sprinting was not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they convinced me to run like the fifteen hundred, cool. and that was much better. <laughs> um, and then um, I loved it, and I just kept running. Yeah. Cool. So you uh, started in high school because your girlfriend asked you. <laughs> Um, yeah. and then, so did you start, like, as a freshman, and then... No, no, no. so I did year. dance, um, like, since I was little, mm-hmm. and then I was a junior, and it was outdoor track, so, um, I was like, yeah, let's try it, so I did, and I did outdoor track, and then I liked it so much, I ran all summer, and I actually, I think I stopped dancing senior year, mm-hmm. um... And then I did cross country, and I did indoor, and I did outdoor, and then I went to Rick, and I ran at Rick. All right, cool. Can you talk a little bit about your transition from, like, high school running to college running? Was it, like, completely different yeah. or kind of yeah, similar was, or what? Yeah, it was definitely very different. Yeah. yeah, we definitely ran, like, a lot more mileage in, in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, too, it was, like, a huge, like, culture shock. I went to Ponacamset, mm-hmm. and we, like, only ran trails. And then I remember our first day of college cross-country, mm-hmm. and they were like, you're going to cross Mineral Spring Avenue. And I was like, what? And we ran all these tremendously large hills, mm-hmm. and um, there was, like, only three girls on my team. Um, so that was pretty intimidating. In college? Um, in college. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I ran... A lot with guys, which was pretty intimidating. Yeah. Um, so it definitely like toughened me up, and I ran a lot more mileage and like much more intensive workouts, and I got much faster. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> um, I was pretty slow in high school. <laughs> well, I mean, it's relative. Um, slow yeah. is relative. Yeah, it's relative. Yeah. Um, so I definitely got much better, um, and I think. I ran for two years in college, and then, like, my classes didn't really work with, like, the cross-country and track schedule, mm-hmm. so I ended up just, like, running for myself, um, and I still ran, like, seven days a week, mm-hmm. um, and I ran um, pretty, like, similar mileage, and I actually got better, 
Um, and then I just kept running, and then I ran with Roadrunner um, after I ran in college. Um, mm-hmm. And I just kept running, and I'm still running. You're still so going. That's my story. And it just seems like my distances just get longer as I go. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like... Oh, You're like, I'm going to be a sprinter. Yeah, I'm going to do 200 meters. Horrible like, idea. Yeah. And then I did the 400, and mm-hmm. then I did the 1500, and then I did the 3000. And then I did, oh yeah, my girlfriend was like, we should do a 10 miler. And I was like, sure. So I did. I'm too easily convinced to do yeah, these things. Sounds like it. So we did a 10 miler, and then I did a half marathon. And then someone convinced me to do a marathon. Um, All right, then. She was training for Disney. And I was like, she's like, let's run this time. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So then I ran a marathon. Well, um, wow. Yeah. So next up, uh, what? That's it. No, I'm done. Marathon, marathon do done. That's ultra, it. No, ultra no. Marathon. <laughs> no, no, that's, no, that's it. Yeah. Gotcha. So what made you kind of stick to it, you know? So like you were not open to it at first. Yeah, I think just because my dad wanted me to do it. It was just because like, like, no. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but then you got into it. And so what kind of get got you to kind of stick to this running thing yeah um so i'm a pretty routine person so like mm-hmm. when i danced i was like i'm gonna dance and i just danced mm-hmm. and then um i tried running and i liked it because um it's like pretty relaxing mm-hmm. um so i found it very relaxing to be honest and i liked hanging out with my friends yeah so i would run with them and um i run alone um and i just found it very relaxing and um, I'm a very high energy person, so it kind of like makes me like a normal person. <laughs> you like calm down, burn <laughs> yeah, some of that yeah, excess burn energy. Yeah, extra energy. Yeah. yeah. So um, I like that, and I like races, and I like mm-hmm. running with people, and I like that running like pays off. Hmm. So if you work hard and you do your long runs and you do your workouts and you do um, what you need to do, then you get better. Yeah, and I like that because some sports are not like that. Right, I'm never um, gonna be very good at basketball. Right, me neither. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I love that about running. Yeah, me too. I think it's one of the rare sports where like pretty much anybody can pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know, we do like a beginning runner group, mm-hmm. and we have people who have never ever run before in their whole life mm-hmm. that can get out there and do it. Um, you know, if you're physically able to. To do it, it is one of those sports where if you put in the work mm-hmm. and you do your training and mm-hmm. you follow a plan and mm-hmm. you stick to it and you take care of yourself right. and you listen and you to do your the body, other stuff. Yeah. yeah, then you can see those gains, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's really nice. Is there like an example that you have of one like training cycle where you saw some particularly good results from sticking to a plan? Yeah, so I have like. I guess two examples. Mm-hmm. So especially when I made the transition from like high school to college running, like I substantially increased my mileage mm-hmm. um, and immediately I saw results. Yeah. So I went from running, I think five days a week to running seven, mm-hmm. which I don't recommend for everybody. <laughs> right. um, but for me, it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ran a lot more mileage and I ran a lot faster and I got a lot faster. Yeah. Um, and for me, like transitioning over to doing a long distance run made a tremendous difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say that. And then my other example was when we ran the Philly Marathon. Like mm-hmm. I seriously trained for that race for like much too long probably. Oh, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> but I 
was really nerdy about it and I made like my training plans on calendars and I wrote all my runs in every week, every month. Um, and I made sure I had so many 20s in and I did, I tortured myself and mm -hmm. I did um, the tempo runs and long runs and I had goal paces and I lifted and I went to yoga and I foam rolled and well, it worked. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yep. So, so you had a good day? Yeah, it was a, a good day. day. In the office. It doesn't always work, but especially with a marathon, sometimes it's like I did everything right and I just don't know what happened. Um, but right. that one was pretty good. That was a so, good one. Can yeah. you uh, like talk about that race a little bit? Like how, like the experience of it and like, because you hadn't done like a big time road no, race before yeah. that, if I remember correctly. Right, so yeah. it's always been. It had been like track meets and then maybe like a local 5K, 10Ks, maybe halves, yeah. um, but kind of smaller. And I know Philly is big because yeah. I was there that day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know it's a pretty big race, so I found it a little intimidating Me myself. Too. Yeah. Um, especially with like, you know, getting to the starting line and making sure I was like ready to go and had enough time to get ready and had enough bathroom time. That was very stressful. You know, beforehand. Yeah. So, how was your experience with yeah. the um, like getting to the start and then the actual race itself? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a big difference for me. Like running a big race, um, it was nice. Well, it was nice in that there was like crowd support everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that's not always a, the case I've heard at Marathon. So I really liked how there was crowd support the whole way. Like there was really, I would say, really no spots where you were alone. Right. Um, and it was nice too, because there was like enough people where you weren't running by yourself. Like there was always somebody, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like after I ran Philly, we did Chicago. And it wasn't mm -hmm. like Chicago, and that Chicago, I felt like there was too many people because it was even bigger than Philly. Right. And I remember, like, when I started Chicago, like, we, like, I was trying to run a certain pace. Mm -hmm. And I remember there were so many people at that pace, like, I was, like, tripping over people. Yeah. Um, and then the, the pacers weren't really quite accurate, and the mm -hmm. watch wasn't working, so I found that really frustrating. But at Philly, I didn't have any of those problems. Yeah. Um, so Did you use, like, a pacer at Philly? I didn't. Well, no, no okay. I don't even remember seeing the Pacers, to gotcha. be honest. Yeah. So I just went by my watch, and I had a really, like, solid race plan, and I really trusted my training, and I knew what I wanted to run, and thankfully for most of Philly, my watch worked, because mm -hmm. um, that's something you got to be careful of at the big races, like, because the buildings, like, mess up all the satellites mm -hmm. and the tracking and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I remember, like, with Philly, um... I really liked it for trying to run a goal time. I loved the course. It was definitely a little fillier than I had thought, mm -hmm. um, but it was a great race. Um, Did you, so when I ran Philly mm -hmm. the same year you mm -hmm. ran it, yeah. um, I ended up getting kind of stuck in the crowd. So like I probably should have been a little bit further up to the front based on what time I was trying to hit, um, but I got stuck in the uh, corral because I had to use the bathroom right, and they were like getting too, ready yeah. to start and so it's kind of funny I hopped over the fence which mm. you're not supposed I did to too. do <laughs> you're not supposed to do that and the security guard came over and he's like hey you hey you don't do that and I'm like 
well, it's, I'm already here, so I'm not yeah. leaving. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was like so far back in the crowd. What I found was it forced me to run a bit slower for the first that. few miles, mm -hmm. which actually kind of helped me out. That probably did, yeah. Yeah, so would you have rather done that, or did you kind of even pace, like even split the whole thing? So I was a little fast. Um, so for me, like, I had the same issue that I got to the start a little late, so I definitely would be better about um, getting it earlier. I know, too, that race was tough because... I forget what it was. There was some sort of like major event that happened right before that race. So oh, I feel like yeah. there was like extra security. So like we gave ourselves plenty of time, but given what had happened, I forget what it was. It wasn't the Boston Marathon. No, was I think it? wasn't it in France? Like something. Yeah. Something happened, and so there was like extra security. Like really, I'd never seen mm. it so over the top. Yeah. And um. So we got there, and I, I barely made it to the start, so I also had to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then I remember there was issues, like, getting in the corrals, and, like, I literally, like, ran to the start, and then it started. Um, but I did make it to my pace guide, because I was aiming for eight-minute pace, so I got right to eight-minute pace. Mm -hmm. um, so I started, I went out, I felt good. I think it was flat the first bit. Oh, yeah, okay. um, and I think that the watches were slightly off. Because yeah, I favorite. remember, like, I was definitely, like, my goal was, like, eight minute pace, but I was definitely, like, 750 yeah. for a while, and then I realized I kind of freaked out a little bit, because I remember we got to that huge hill, mm -hmm. and then I was like, my watch can't be right, and I remember talking to the girl next to me, and she's like, oh, your watch is right, and I was like, oh, that's not good, because <laughs> I definitely had, like, I was like seven, oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> like low sevens, um, which then I was like, calm down, like you did the training, and I definitely ran like around that pace at some training runs, mm -hmm. so then I definitely slowed down, and I actually felt really, really good until like mile 18 or 21, I think, I think it was 21, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I felt so good, and now I don't feel <laughs> no, so good, so much, yeah. <laughs> and I remember because we had trained to like up to 22, mm -hmm. so then once I hit, I think it was 21, 22, and everyone's like talking about the wall, and I was like, ah, I don't know what, what they're talking wall? about, and then I was like, about? oh. Dude, oh, the wall. This is what they're yeah, talking about. The wall of the marathon is a whole, it's oh, a whole it's different a, wall. It's like a whole nother thing. Yeah, yeah I never felt that before in any races, thing, yeah. any runs, nothing. And um, so I remember I hit that, and like, I remember like I was on pace to Boston qualify, mm -hmm. and then at that point I had fallen back a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And like for me, like, I have a congenital heart defect, so I felt that. Yeah. So my doctor's like, if you feel that, then slow down. So then I slowed down a little bit, and then I was really bummed because then I just missed qualifying. Yeah, but that's okay. That is safe and sorry. Yes, but I did finish, and I was really happy with it. was great. That's awesome. Um, so I definitely was one of those people who finished, and was like, I'm going to do another one. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the other one? Uh, I know it didn't go smoothly. Oh, man, the other one was awful. So what's the, what's the other one? Um, so I ran Chicago, right. but I still will do another one yet someday. Okay, in the future. Because Chicago was like right. an epic Right, you got to redeem yourself. Oh my gosh, that was horrible. So what happened? Um, Why was this race so much different than Philly? Do you feel like you prepared as well for it? I didn't. So I, I don't think I should have run Chicago, mm -hmm. period, end of story. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think... I was in a very different emotional spot when mm -hmm. I'm in Chicago. 
So when I ran Philly, like everything was going great in my life. Mm-hmm. And I ran Philly, I did all the training, I actually worked at a PT clinic, so I used to do all my strength training there. I did all that stuff, I went to yoga, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then I ran, um, after I ran Philly, I was really determined to run another marathon. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the year prior, in 2016, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to run a marathon. And so I actually had started training then, mm-hmm. but we didn't, sign, I don't think I signed up for anything, but I started mm-hmm. like marathon training, yeah, yeah. and then I had quite the year. Yeah, it was rough. So <laughs> both of my parents died two months apart, mm-hmm. which is pretty horrible. So I was in the middle of marathon training. And then I was like, I can't run this marathon, I'm a hot mess. So I stopped training. And then once like all that passed, then I was like, I'm gonna run that marathon. Which like Mm. I was in no emotional place to run a marathon. Physically and emotionally (laughs) not the best. Not a good idea. So I was but I was mad because I was in like I think I was in really good shape actually at that point. Like I had been doing eight minute like twenties, uh twenty milers and like I was Actually, before this all happened, I was in really good shape. So um, I signed up for Chicago because that was my goal. Mm. Um, What was cool about that one, too, just like Philly, we had a good, like, club there, which was kind of fun. Yeah, and it was nice, too, because I knew I had a guaranteed entry because I qualified for my time at Philly. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, I don't know if I'm going to get in. Like, Right. So I was, like, so pumped. So we like bought tickets and everything and I trained really hard, but I knew like emotionally it wasn't a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, but I already signed up and we already bought tickets. We gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. So I still did all the training anyway. And like my training cycle was actually pretty good. Like I still ran because my goal was to try and get those darn six minutes to Boston qualify. Right. So I still did have twenties at qualifying pace and I felt pretty good but my runs were very up and down because I think emotionally I was very up and down Mm -hmm. um so that was really tough um so then we went and ran it which I probably shouldn't know Mm -hmm. so if you ever feel like you shouldn't do a race just don't do it like it's a marathon like it's a long race so I should have known and should have not done it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but we went anyway and I think it was like real hot that day, so yeah, if I remember, it was like yeah. it was like 80 degrees, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and I remember like this was a horrible idea too. So I worked the day before the race, so we flew in after working all day, mm-hmm. and we got there really late. And then I don't think I ate well, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. And I remember feeling like real dehydrated. Um, so I got into the race, and we got to the start. And I had another issue, like, we got there, but we still gave plenty of time, but then I still didn't, like, make it on time. Mm-hmm. And the port johns I don't know if there wasn't enough, or the lines were really long or whatever, so that was an issue. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, feeling, like, not prepared, like, I felt Philly, just because emotionally I was in a different spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was tough, and it was really hot. So I got to the start, and my goal, of course, was to... Boston qualified. Get that baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was really hard on myself too, which was like probably not the best thing at that point. So I um 
I would well, say the first goal of a marathon is to get across the, right. the finish line. But that well, actually, to get to the starting line first, yeah. then the finish line. But that wasn't my goal. My goal was to qualify. Qualify. <laughs> to qualify. <laughs> um, so, and I knew, like, qualifying, I had to be five minutes faster. Mm -hmm. So, for me, it was, like, 8 12 place. So, my goal was to be, like, 8 or sub-8, mm -hmm. which is pretty brutal. That's pretty um, yeah. So, yeah, which I knew I had done in Philly, but that was a much different situation. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't care, and I was going to get that for <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I went out of the gate, and um, it was pretty rough. It was hot, and I was dehydrated starting, and it was rough, and I was really nervous because I knew, like, I didn't feel great, mm -hmm. and I was, like, I didn't eat well the night before. It was just not a good start. Yeah. So, we started, and it was hot, and so... Um, we went through mile one, and my watch already wasn't working because of the mm -hmm. buildings. And um, I have not had great luck staying with pacers. Like, they were either too fast or too slow or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I knew my only hope from the start was to stay with the pacer. Mm -hmm. So I stayed with the pacer, but there was, like, a huge cluster with the pacer. Yeah. Um, so I remember, like, staying with them, and then... Um, those clusters can be tough because everybody's yeah, jammed up. You gotta watch your footing, right. which takes and like I remember, like, energy. Feeling, right, and I remember feeling like I was gonna trip and mm -hmm. we were really close, but I remember the pace too when I finally got my watch back, but it didn't work for a while. Like the pacing was off mm -hmm. and I just wasn't feeling good and um, I was having like stomach trouble. And um, so I knew by like mile, I think it was mile eight, I felt really pretty bad. And then I was like, like, I realized at that point, like, it just wasn't going to happen. And I didn't, and I was, like, not in a good place. Mm -hmm. And so I was really frustrated because he, like, flew all the way to Chicago, mm -hmm. and it was awful. So I um, kept running, and I slowed way down. And I was, like, my goal is to finish. And I kept trying to, like, pull it together, and I knew it wasn't going to come together. Mm -hmm. So, um... I remember, like, I was trying goo, I was trying to drink everything, and I remember I was pretty sick. Mm -hmm. So I think it was mile, like, 16. I knew I was in trouble because I think one of the officials or someone at the race said to me, they were like, are you all right? Like, you don't look good. And I was just trying everything, and nothing was working. Mm -hmm. So I think it was, like, mile 17 I saw you, and I knew I was in, like, big trouble. So mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to call it and yeah. enjoy my time in Chicago. So I did. And I thought and that was the best decision. For me, I, I was emotionally destroyed. <laughs> but, you know, it's it happens. And mm -hmm. I at least got to enjoy the city and have a good time. And I'll definitely get back out there. I don't know that I'm going to try and be cute. I think I might just fun race. Right? Because the training cycles are so grueling. And yeah. to try and run that pace is, like, so awful. Right. Um, so I don't think I want to do that again. There's also, like, some new additions to yeah, your life. Have a child, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a so, lot different. Yeah. Yeah. That will uh, alter your training plans, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you mentioned a child. Mm -hmm. So did you run before, like, when you were pregnant with uh, Miles? So yeah. we'll just fast forward a little bit, okay. right? You from Chicago. Awful. Awful. Whatever. <laughs> Worst race ever. I'm sure you had some training and some yeah. races in there in the middle. Yeah. But then you have... Uh, baby. Yeah. Showing up. You're yeah. pregnant. Are you still gonna train? Yeah, so I definitely ran through Miles' pregnancy. Um, kind of fun. So I think it actually wasn't super long after Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, like maybe a year later. 
Um, it wasn't like too long yeah. after Chicago. So I was in like really pretty good shape and I was like running like five days a week and going to yoga and going to run club and doing all those things. So um, of course I'm a very determined person. Mm -hmm. So I remember when I got pregnant, I was like, I'm just going to be super fit. I'm just going to do what I was doing, which was not the best idea because right. um, I wanted to maintain my fitness because I thought that the more fit that I was, the easier it would be after, which is not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. So, um, like I had been doing, I think 13, 16 mile runs, like when I first, like right before I got pregnant. So that pregnancy I, um, had done, like I was still doing 13th and 10th, um, because mm -hmm. I found out I was pregnant in July. And so I was doing all these like really long runs and um, I was still trying to run fast, yeah. which wasn't smart because it was hot. Um, so I still was running like almost every day or five days a week, six days a week, and then going to yoga um, and strength training. Um, and then like I think like I hit a point where I realized that this is really different mm -hmm. so like I needed to change things I needed to like eat more food and drink more water and um kind of listen to my body a little bit more because I think I was like three months pregnant and it was because I got pregnant in July I think so then August it was tough running in the heat that was really hard so I used to have to bring water and mm -hmm. go a little less and go a little slower which was helpful because I had a training partner and she was like, you need to slow down. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, So that was off. good because otherwise I would just try and keep going. Yeah. So um, that was good. Um, and I was still doing like eight miles, like pretty high mileage mm -hmm. at that point. Um, so I realized like that I couldn't go quite so far and I had to like make sure I had like the bathroom breaks everywhere. Yeah. Um, cause later on it gets to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I can um, only imagine. Yeah, so I think it was, it kind of hit me when I did the, um, the Ocean Road ocean 10K. Road 10K yeah. I think I used the bathroom like three times with the 10K. Um, <laughs> and I had to be like, run a lot slower and take my time. And it was a very different race experience cause I wasn't really racing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was still trying to, like, figure it out um, because, like, I didn't want to push it too hard. Um, but then at the end, I, I went pretty fast, actually. I mean, I was pretty happy. So I did that, and then, like, I kept running races anyway, even though I was, like, real slow. That's <laughs> um, right. And, just going to have fun. But it was fun. It was, it was nice, and it just kept motivating me to get out there. Mm -hmm. And then I think, like, I hit a point where... Um, I, I should have probably done less mileage. Like, I was still doing, like, eights and stuff, and I was definitely, like, almost 30 weeks pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would definitely say, like, listen to your body more mm -hmm. um, than I did that time. And because um, I definitely was, like, I think I was 28 weeks pregnant, and I still did, I did eight that weekend. It was, like, Christmas weekend or something mm -hmm. or Thanksgiving, and I remember I felt like the baby was going to fall out. That's what I told my doctor. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I think you should run less. Yeah, maybe so, take it easy. Yeah, so I, like, slowed down, and I ran less, and then I still kept having that problem. So then at that point, I realized, like, maybe running wasn't my thing for right then. Yeah. Um, so then I just mostly, like, walked, and I strength trained 
and I went to yoga every week, which is really great because I found that that helped me feel a lot better, mm -hmm. and it helped. Um, it was like a prenatal yoga class, so it also helped with like labor and everything because they go through you do all the breathing mm -hmm. and all the That's pelvic helpful. floor strengthening and stuff. So I found that really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely recommend that, and just like be nice to your body and be nice to yourself because mm -hmm. it's a big change. Yeah, and you can't run super fast and super far. I mean, some people do, but it doesn't work for everybody. Mm. Um, so just to be, like, nice to yourself. Right. Um, Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, and it's okay to, like, walk and not run or mm -hmm. run, walk, or go real slow or take a day off or a few days off. Yeah. Um, so tip, that's real yeah, important. A good tip that Ray and I always talk about is, like, just with anything, like when you, because you tend to be like the hardest person on yourself. Oh yes. <laughs> Not you specific. Well, you I specifically, am so sure. <laughs> but in general, yeah. people tend to be like their harshest critic. And so, what we try to tell folks is like, just treat yourself like you would someone else that you were right. coaching. Right. Would you really be that harsh? No. No. So, <laughs> you know, treat yourself a little nicer. Yeah. 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 Um, so whirlwind, right? Miles shows up. Boom. Yeah. It's crazy town. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, your stupid husband's going to school and like working till <laughs> seven at night. So yeah. Not the easiest time for you. Understandable. And uh, how long did it take for you to get back into the swing of this running thing? Yeah. So I actually was one of those crazy people that like. Six weeks you can run. I was like, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And um, I remember it was a pretty rough like transition back. Like if I'm being honest, like definitely be nice to yourself because um, I remember like the day before I had him, I walked like four and a half miles, and then I had him, and I was so sore I couldn't even like walk down the street. Mm -hmm. Um. So, um, I remember like for me. This, everyone's different mm -hmm. but like my first goal is to like walk around the block mm -hmm. <laughs> and then but that was like days weeks postpartum mm -hmm. was like literally like walk the block yeah and then walk the block like holding the dog mm -hmm. and then like walk our medium neighborhood <laughs> loop <laughs> yeah. and then I slowly transitioned to like doing that and pushing the stroller and then um like just walking like in general doing like two miles I remember there was one day like I went from like a half a mile to like a mile and a half or two mm -hmm. like I finally just like felt better and okay. then six weeks I got cleared to run um so you have to be smart um of course me mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like I'm gonna do three miles that's easy no it's not. It's not easy. <laughs> so I went into three miles and I like walked home and mm -hmm. probably should have called the taxi. <laughs> um, horrible idea. Um, so then I realized that that wasn't working. Right. <laughs> so I um, had to start over. So I started with like a mile walking, uh, running, and mm -hmm. then like slowly added in more and more. Gotcha. Um, and I was real frustrated because mm -hmm. um, it took me a lot longer than I had thought. Yeah. Um, because I ran um, so long before, and realistically, like, I was, it was two years ago, so by that point, I had been running for 14, 15 years, mm 
She's so, like, I'll just have yeah, like, because like re- really, like I, I just this is horrible too. Like I'm not good at taking time off. Like I just always want to run. Mm-hmm. So I've never really taken time off. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I remember in college, we took like two weeks and I, I don't think I did I think I took like a week <laughs> yeah. um so maybe I've taken like three weeks off like over 14 years yeah, or something yeah, yeah. Not, so not probably not ideal <laughs> you want to take so, some time yeah off. yeah so I think for me like I don't know what it's like coming back and mm-hmm. I just always thought to myself like I'm just gonna avoid that so I'll just keep running yeah, I never have to come back so I never stop. yeah so I never come back so this mm-hmm. was my first real like comeback and yeah it's rough coming back's rough oh, especially after having uh, a baby yeah yeah year, it's pretty rough it's rough so um yeah I definitely be kinder and take more time and um be a little more balanced too like I remember for me like really trying to focus on like the strength training and Mm -hmm. going to yoga I remember actually yoga was much harder for me than running coming back surprisingly like I thought Mm -hmm. it would be easier um but that was really hard yeah um and I actually went to pelvic floor PT which was really helpful so that's definitely a good thing to consider if you need it Mm -hmm. um very helpful um but it was definitely a big transition plus two like if you're breastfeeding, that's a whole nother thing because mm-hmm. then you're figuring out like when you have to pump because you have to pump before you run. Mm-hmm. And then like if the baby's hungry on the run and if you're bringing bottles and then the whole like, I remember that was like a huge thing for me was when we figured out, I forget how old he was, but when we could run with him because mm-hmm. we used to run together a lot. And I remember yeah. that was one of the things I really missed like when I had had him and I was cleared to run, I had to like run alone all the time. Yeah, I was kind of lonely, mm-hmm. um, which is probably best for coming back. But for me, it just was lonely. Mm-hmm. And um, so I remember when I got cleared to run with him, it was really nice because we could run together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's a whole nother transition because he could only run on like flat surfaces. Mm-hmm. And then we had a transition where he could run on roads. And so that really changed, like, my whole running routine. And then, like, when you could run with him. And, like, I would take him to run club and run. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, it really changes things a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. When did you find, like, how far after giving birth did you find, like, okay, I feel like my old self? Or does it never feel no. like your old self again? I mean, it's just different, I think. So... I mean, it definitely took me a lot longer than I had thought. So I think coming back after him, I couldn't, it took me like a long time to just run three miles comfortably. Mm -hmm. So like a lot longer than I had thought. So I think it took me actually like three months, like post six weeks Mm -hmm. to feel three or four months. I think it was fall. Plus it was really hard coming back in like the hot summer weather. That was rough. Because it's always tough anyway. struggling trying to get my runs in so um I mean really I think it took like a solid year to feel like I could run faster and I was strong enough and I could do workouts if I wanted to um so it definitely took a while yeah yeah Yeah. and so that kind of brings us to present day so you have the baby you get back running you're kind of feeling confident um then a pandemic happens so you go from having like all your friends to run with, mm-hmm. you know, you're really big with like running with your pals, to having to run by yourself. Um, 
how has that impacted your running? Yeah, so that's definitely tough. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think, like, I mean, for me, like, I'm pretty disciplined. So mm. I think that that doesn't affect me as much as some people. Um, so, um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I mean, it's definitely tough. Um, like for me, like I miss going to the gym and taking classes and doing those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, that's really hard. And like, I also was really regimented, like in the every Wednesday I'd go and run with friends. Um, but it's definitely tough not having that. Um, I mean, for me, like I'm usually pretty motivated so I can kind of like, I don't know, like, I have you hold me accountable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, like, one running friend I meet with occasionally, so she holds me accountable. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that's important. Yeah. Um, I've also done some of the virtual races, mm -hmm. um, so that's been good. Um, but it's definitely, it's tough. It is, yeah. And I know everyone I know. says how tough it is, and I miss running races, and I miss mm -hmm. running with friends, and... I really miss going to classes, and my yoga studio actually shut because of the pandemic, so that's also yeah. really hard, because yeah, I've been going tough. there for like 10 years, um, so that's sad. <laughs> um, so it definitely takes discipline, mm -hmm. and I just know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, right. and now I'll be able to run with friends hopefully soon. Yeah, the pandemic is <laughs> yeah. It's like a marathon, yeah. right? We're probably mile 20 at the yeah. moment. Um, but yeah, we'll get there. Um, well, cool. Thanks for coming yeah, on the video podcast here. Yeah. This has been fun. Yeah, and uh, thank you all for listening. Again, thank you, Christine, for coming on. Really appreciate it. And remember, folks, to keep running because it's good for you. <laughs> Take a deep breath here. I'm feeling a little stressed. <laughs> Don't be stressed. We're just two people talking about running. <laughs>